It's a Thursday morning, welcome along to the show. Not just any Thursday, oh no, it is the High Priest Womble, executive producer Mark's birthday, everybody. Happy birthday, oh, producer Mark. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Of course, that means only one thing, and it's also that time of the year when we ask ourselves the question, when should a person stop wearing a baseball cap to work? But that's just the two I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two. yeah. Maybe he's past the cut-off age now. The thing is, if he doesn't wear the baseball cap, then the skateboard looks even more stupid. So it's, it's, it's either both or not. <laughs> well, um, listen, we call you the hype beast Womble. And for those of you out there who don't know what a hype beast is, effectively, hipsters are dead. Hipsters are now used on nationwide building society billboards. So they're no longer a thing. Hype beast is where it's at and um, Mark is a hyper beast so we for your birthday we chipped in together uh, we got you an oversized hoodie it's that perfect hype beast size where you either still look like you have the body of a child or you were recently <laughs> ill so you have that and it's got a it's got, it's got a t-shirt um, crudely stitched to the front with, with OG question mark uh, printed oh, on it uh, lovely oh wow yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's, the how, it's, it's the how do you do fellow kids meme isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah and then hanging from the label inside Hype Beast Wumble producer Mark you're going to love this there's a there's a little envelope which is made from uh, the same fabric NASA used on the Mars rover and inside the envelope there are some seeds and no one knows what they grow but it was three grand so it was worth every penny for every <laughs> hype beast and uh, you're our favourite hype beast uh, right so coming up next well it's going to feel like it's your birthday as well because I've got a chance for you to win a Dave Berry breakfast show mug The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. And once again, we have an opportunity for you to win a mug. And all you need to do is display some show knowledge. As once again, we turn our attentions to yesterday, when we all went a bit, well, vacuum crazy. I started with the main battle. It was when I was emptying it, and I noticed that it was still yeah. dirty inside. So I got a bit of kitchen roll and started with that, and that led on to taking the rollers out and getting the the microfiber cloth out and do the whole thing. Wow. Did you do the filter? Um, if you're just joining us, by the way, we're discussing a man's process in cleaning out his vacuum. Um, so... <laughs> what a show it was yesterday. Wow. So we to win yourself fun. a mug, <laughs> all you need to do is answer this question. Which Queen music video features the band in drag whilst Freddie Mercury vacuums the front room? What is the name of the song that accompanies that legendary music video? We'll be giving away a mug next. So as promised, it is your chance right now on The Breakfast Show to win yourself a mug. And joining us right now on Line One, hoping to display her show knowledge, is Roz. Good morning, Roz. Hi, Dave. How are you? Very good, thank you. How are you today? Yeah, great, thank you. The sun's shining and everything's tickety-boo. Lovely, I'm pleased to hear that. So, um, Roz, what are you up to at this very moment in time? It's very well, early in the morning, what's going on? Yeah, I was up early because um, it's my godson's uh, 18th birthday on Friday and I'm just writing him a little letter um, to put into his card along with his present, of course, um, just to say happy birthday to him and that we're thinking of him because obviously we can't see him at the moment. 
Oh, well, that's very nice of you. What's his name? Let's give him a birthday shout-out, shall we? They're quite rare on the show, but the floor is yours, Ros. Take it away. Oh, that's brilliant. His name is Ben Montague, and he lives in um, Bowden in Manchester, and he would be thrilled to think that he would be on the radio, I think. I would be thrilled at the age of 18. Ben, well, exactly right. Well, you should be thrilled right now, Ros, because you're just one question away from winning yourself a breakfast show mug. And all I need to know is which Queen music video features the entire band in drag? Freddie Mercury, most notably, vacuuming the front room carpet. What you got for us, Ros? I think it's I Want to Break Free. It is, Ros. Bravo. Congratulations. You've won a mug. Keep up the good work. Stay safe. We'll speak to you very soon. Thanks ever so much. Bye, Ros. Take care. Take care. Bye. And, of course, I have many more mugs to give away. It'll happen on The Breakfast Show soon. I mean, real soon. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to The Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, as does Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt, what have you got for us all today? Uh, first up, an amazing little anecdote from Courtney Love, a real uh, fascinating insight into backstage band banter when she was in Hole, uh, which she's been in quite a few times over the years. Uh, this is a quote that's been found by uh, uh, at Nick Motown on Twitter, Jason. Uh, uh, Courtney expressing regret for her brief dalliance with Steve Coogan. Uh, he says it's quite something. He's not joking. So the quote reads, uh, all it was was a couple of... I'll, I'll, uh, I'll paraphrase here. Nights of Passion at the Sunset Marquee. And I did not know he was Alan Partridge, she told Love magazine. I had never seen Alan Partridge, but I was in a band with people who did know about Alan Partridge. So I had to make a record with them constantly saying to me, back of the net. <laughs> oh wow! No, an amazing famous coming together of two two heavyweights that had often been rumoured and has been confirmed over the years. But yeah, just fascinating to hear how the band respond when something like that happens. <laughs> Can't I wonder if she's drives. gone down a kind of partridge wormhole since then. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. I wonder if she was interested enough to see the fine work of Steve Coogan as the comedy character. And You'd have thought so, wouldn't you? She must have been. She must have had some interest in finding out what he was all about. But yeah, just amazing. Amazing to see that she got stick after the, afterwards from her bandmates. And then a, a, another story that's uh, been sent to me loads of times by various different people. So thank you for sending this. Uh, it's a uh, it's a reworking of a classic YouTube clip, a classic uh, moment from Come Dine With Me, not the one where Emma Jones was on, although that arguably is a classic. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, it's the, the very angry, angry, uh, dear Lord, what a sad little face oh, Jane I love speech this one. Oh, yes. by a man who, who was really quite a bad loser while announcing the winners on Come Dine With Me. You've probably heard it before. If not, here's a little recap. You won, Jane. Oh, my God. Enjoy the money. I hope it makes oh you very God. happy. Dear Lord, what a sad little life, Jane. You <laughs> ruined my night completely so you could have the money, but I hope now you spend it on getting some lessons in grace and decorum because you have all the grace of a reversing dump truck without any tyres on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't, let's be honest. There's nobody in there, love. <laughs> So, Jane, take your money and get off my property. 
<laughs> horrible man. A really awkward God. ending to the show. He gives the camera a really angry look at one point in the video clip as well. He's such a horrible, horrible man, taking it way too seriously. Anyway, that classic speech has been turned into a song by an indie band by the sketch comedian Michael Fry, and it is a work of beauty. Isn't it? That's like yeah, Mercury Prize-winning yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff Daniel Perry likes. It's amazing. It's so good. It's, it needs to be on the 20s playlist ASAP. It really does. <laughs> Let's have a little bit more of it, because it goes on. Please. I'll begin to tell you how much I love that. (laughs) It's actually a great tune, isn't it? Yeah. It'll be up on the Absolute Radio Twitter feed straight as as we speak. It'll be there now, and you'll be talking about it later. And I hope I've saved you some data. It's Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time for your apologies, corrections, and clarifications. If I may, I would like to clarify something right now for all you parents out there who have children at potty training age. And I'd like to clarify that the realism of the potty does not improve uh, potty training in any way, shape or form. Um, Matt Dyson, I don't know if you went down this road, but Sarah Jane and I had quite a robust conversation about what kind of potty we would get Evie as she embarks on this next phase in her little life. Um, I personally, you know, I just was like, let's just get a plastic box out of the shed. She can use that, you know, it's fine. Whereas, whereas Sarah Jane had slightly loftier ambitions for her only child, which was to get a, a potty that looks like a mini loo. Um, oh, that's a good idea. I didn't know they existed. Well, yeah, I mean, I wish I'd been told that it was a potty because it would unbox when I arrived home and ugh, it was terrible when I realised it hadn't been plugged in, let me tell you. Anyway, um, <laughs> this thing is... Um, this thing, I've got, I've got it here right now, and it's um, it basically is not only an exact replica of a mini loo, but it's a really swanky loo. It's got one of those kind of full moon, half moon buttons sunken into the top of it that makes a realistic chain pulling sound. Are you ready for this? Ready for the flush, everyone? This is a radio first, here we go. Now, here's the issue. This hasn't helped Evie with potty training in any way, shape or form. What it has allowed her to do is just walk over and press this button. And that's become her favourite thing to do. Just pushing uh, the yes. chain button is her new favourite <laughs> Like I calling an air stewardess over on a flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Sometimes I'll like walk past the, the kitchen where we keep it and I'll see her and she'll be like, ah. she looks like a little mini narcos and I'm the DEA. She's just flushing away. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a little Ray Liotta just stood over it, flushing desperately, trying to get rid of the whatever's within. Um, so there we go. That's my clarification. We could have just done with a, a plastic Tupperware box from the shed. We've got this. 
uh, now. It's it's super swanky. It takes up quite a lot of space, but it's not helping things. Matt, have you got any tips having potty trained a few children? Uh, well, yeah, no, I just say leave it as late as possible because we tried to go early and it was disastrous. Uh, and so uh, they've oh, wow. really got to be ready. You know, they've got to be ready before. Is there you a cut off on, on as late as possible? Like 60? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. 60 yeah. Yeah. Final year of uni, yeah. yeah. I'd say certainly, probably before three, probably is sensible, I'd imagine. But um, yeah, just leave it as late as possible is the only thing I can say. And then it can sometimes just happen in a matter of days. So, but your posh toilet sounds amazing. I'm sure there is a middle ground out there. So we used to have one of those transportable ones that you could carry around, like this sort of toilet seat with a bag under it that you could say use on a walk, and then carry carry the contents around in a bag for the rest of your walk. We never God. used it. It was absolutely pointless. They just come with enough stuff, kids, without having to go on a little country walk carrying a full potty around. Oh, look at that. Look at that little baby yeah. squirrel over there on the tree, Evie. Oh, oh OK. <laughs> <laughs> Evie, not now. Daddy's working. <laughs> uh, so it's apologies, corrections and clarifications day on your Thursday morning. Uh, Matt, let's go to you this morning, shall we? Um, mix it up uh, a little bit. Have you got an apology, correction, or clarification you wish to make? Yeah, I've got something to clarify, actually. Earlier in the week on Social Ammo, I suggested that I was getting a bit bored of the term COVIDiots for people who don't obey the rules and wear face masks properly. Uh, the term COVIDiots is everywhere. It's becoming a bit passe, so I thought, oh, I wonder maybe there was an alternative I could use. Just yesterday, a little email popped up in my inbox from a guy called Neil Cameron, who simply says, the new name should be Pandamaniacs. Oh. <laughs> pandemic maniacs pandemaniacs so that's what I'll be using going forward <laughs> a fine clarification my friend have you got one you wish to make out there well email them along to me it's dave at radio.co.uk. I'm sure we'll be doing a whole batch of them next It's your Thursday morning, which, of course, amongst other things, means it's your apologies, corrections and clarifications. Thank you for getting them into us. Stephen says, Dave, I need to get this off my chest. I regularly rearrange all the herbs and spices bottles in supermarkets so that they spell very rude words. Oh, Stephen. (laughs) You're the guy. You're that guy, yeah. Ross says, sorry to the old guy whose steak I stole. I went to the butcher's for chicken and he was behind me queuing, talking about steak. He put the idea in my head. Sadly, I went and bought the last one. His face was a picture. However, the steak was delicious. Karen says, I owe an apology to the staff member in M&S for asking out loud right next to him, why on earth have you got Easter eggs on the shelves on December the 31st? It wasn't directed at you. I know the eggs aren't your fault. I'm aware of that fact, says Karen, passing on the apology. And Anthony, well, he won't be the only one making this apology today. He says, I'm sorry to my neighbour two doors down, whose black bin I used to put my excess rubbish in at 2am the night before collection as my bin was full with post-Christmas rubbish. Emma, would you ever do such a thing? Actually, my uh, friends admitted doing such a thing the other day because I think everyone has this problem after Christmas where there's so much cardboard and wrapping paper that your own bin is full. So the only thing you can do really is to use someone else's bin. My girlfriend and I were actually talking about this yesterday because also like our our, our neighbours don't actually celebrate Christmas. So we were like, if if a binman are already coming up the up the road 
then you know they've already missed the you know they've already had their last opportunity to put rubbish in so are we really is that fly tipping is it illegal yeah can i get arrested i'm really scared guys i'm really scared (laughs) it's bad etiquette I i think what you're saying is you can use somebody else's been on religious basis, which I think yes. I love. <laughs> <laughs> um, they won't mind. They don't celebrate Christmas. I think though, waiting till two a.m. or waiting till the, the tr- bin trucks on the road. Glenn, yeah. I think you're fine to do that to yeah. use someone else's bin. What they don't know won't hurt them. Yeah. Well, exactly. Oh, they know now. They listen to the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Oh>, no. <laughs> uh, thank you very much indeed to Anthony, to Karen, to Ross, to Stephen, to everybody for getting in your apologies, corrections, and clarifications. Right, coming up on the show, a little reminder of how we could be paying your bills, but right now with your news and your sport, it's back to Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Thursday, the 7th of January, 2021. You're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Let's face facts, you come for the music, you stay for my vigour and childlike enthusiasm. Now, for Christmas, I got a present from my brother and sister-in-law. It was the Blockbuster video board game. And since we came back on air from our homesteads, we've been having a little round each and every day. So the rules are quite simple. I'm going to pull a card from the head-to-head section and it will ask us to name a certain type of movie. We start with Matt, we move to Emma, then to Glenn, and we go round and round and round until one member of the team is unable to give an answer. That person then gets a point. So effectively, the lowest scorer will win. Currently, Emma has five, Matt has three, and Glenn has zero. He is yet to go out. Even though some messages on my social media told me that Glenn possibly should have been knocked out yesterday morning. Uh, Yeah, do you know what? I almost agree. But I tell you what, I'm not ashamed to admit this. Yesterday, as soon as we finished the show, um, I I went online and I bought the board game. And uh, I I messaged my family saying, as long as we can see each other over Easter, we're playing it. And they are not enthusiastic about that as an idea. (laughs) (laughs) They they know how humorlessly and determined I'm going to play the game sapping all fun from it. Well, like you do every weekday morning, Glenn, so it's nice that you take that home with you as well. (laughs) Um, Right, okay. Uh, To spice it up a little bit, I've got the deck of head-to-head cards in front of me. Um, Emma Jones, I'm going to flick through them, just say stop. Making it a bit of a magic trick. Okay. All right. Here we go. Right. Stop. Okay, Matt Dyson, starting with you. Movies beginning with the letter... D. Um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, does that count? No, you're out already. No, what? 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 Why was it? Uh, Unless it was Dr. Doubtfire. No. Doubtfire. Wow. Um, Okay, Matt, you're out. We're going to go to the head-to-head. This is Emma versus Glenn. Head-to-head, Emma, starting with you, ping-ponging back and forth, letters beginning, uh, movies beginning with the letter D, and go, Emma. Um, Dirty Dancing. A Django Unchained. Oh, um, uh, Dream Girls. Uh, das Boot. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> um, uh, would the day after tomorrow count because it's a the? Or what, what, what are we doing yeah, about I'll this? take that. I'll yeah. accept that. Oh, Glenn, yeah. back to you. Okay. Um, day of the Jackal. Never heard of it. Um, it's a great film. <laughs> the Deer Hunter. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, die Hard. Oh, very nice. Uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, Glenn, you're out. Too long. No! Oh, 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 I'm actually oh, working on a couple of 
Well done, Emma Jones. You are victorious. Some good films in there as well, which means Glenn's gets his first point, giving the whole Moore family some hope come Easter time. Of course, you could have had Days of Thunder, Dead Man's Shoes. Matt, I know you're a big fan of that movie. Yeah. Constantine and fine work there. Desperately Seeking Susan, Deliverance, The Dirty Dozen. There's a whole load of... A lot of really bleak films starting with D. But not doubtful. You see, I'm not doubtful. I just see her as a person. You see, that's the problem with me now. I don't give her a title. You don't give her a title. That's fair. Matt, whilst that's a wonderful political woke speech, you're still getting a point, Okay. So, well done. The blockbuster video board game will return to The Breakfast Show tomorrow morning. Hello, good morning, and welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And matters, it really does. Dave Berry's 100 Collection, Absolute Radio 60s. Coming up over the next few weeks, I've enlisted your help to thin out, minimise, curate my record collection to just 100 albums the greatest albums of all time if you will and each day we'll be focusing on a different absolute radio decade station plus we'll have some very special categories as well they'll be revealed later in the month so there's 10 albums in each category only an artist each artist can only appear once and we started with absolute radio 60s Right, listen to that. I can already tell I've made some massive errors. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Ah, yes, there were a lot of good albums in the 60s, it would seem. Um, thank you for getting in touch. You did across the socials in your thousands using the hashtag The 100 Collection. As I say, this wasn't like we've done stuff in the past where you vote. This was all about, well, it's an opinion piece. We wanted to know why you love certain albums. I've had to admit one of my favourite ever albums, not just one of my favourite albums from the 1960s, but I've had to leave out such an important album to my life. Um, And I think I've done it kind of for the right reasons. I'll be revealing which album that is. And the other nine in the 1960s 100 collection, next. Dave Berry's 100 collection. Dave Berry's 100 collection. Absolute Radio 60s. It's your Thursday morning where I'm about to reveal the first 10 albums going into the 100 collection. You guys have not been voting. You've been given your honest and, frankly, informed opinions about which albums they should be. Now, some of these can only be classed as no-brainers. Others were slightly more difficult because they were up against some very stiff competition. We are going to be going through Absolute Radio's Decade Stations. We started with the 60s, and it's a tough place to start. But I'm sure we'll all agree, even though many of our favourites have been left out, 
these are 10 of not only the greatest albums of that decade, but for some, well, the greatest album of all time. And we begin, and this was one I cited very early on, and in fact, in preparation for this, the album that I have enjoyed revisiting the most. It is the legendary Aretha Franklin, I Never Loved a Man The Way I Love You. Of course, it was going to feature. It's a revolutionary album. They have said there'd be no Sgt. Peppers without this. It's the Beach Boys and Pet Sounds. A tough one for me, but a no-brainer for thousands of you out there. It is the aforementioned Sgt. Peppers Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. Our fourth album, and only because our very own Ben Burrell said he wanted it so many times we gave in, is Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited. What an album. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you... You can't really think of the 1960s without thinking about arguably the greatest guitarist of all time, Jimi Hendrix, Electric Ladyland, makes the final ten. threatened to quit the breakfast show if Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison was not included in the ten albums. Oh, yes. So here it is. That works. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. I hear the train coming It's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Of course, another band synonymous with the 1960s are the Stones. Let It Bleed makes the 10. Next up in the 100 collection, well, the self-titled album by The Doors. The Doors. Two spots left. One of them is filled by Van Morrison and Astral Weeks. And the last, well, recorded in just two days, goes to Velvet Underground and Nico. Velvet Underground and Nico. He's never early, he's always late. there you have it. They are the 10 greatest albums as discussed by myself, the team, our music team, other Absolute Radio DJs, and more importantly than anything, you guys out there. You can join in the conversation. It's hashtag the 100 collection, but they are the 10 from the 1960s. And tomorrow, well... Emma Jones, you've had a bit of a revelation recently. You think that Absolute Radio 70s is your favourite decade station. Yes. I can't believe I've only just started listening. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're perfectly placed then. We've got fresh ears on this. We're going to be picking the 10 greatest albums of the 1970s to add to my 100 collection tomorrow morning right here on The Breakfast Show. Dave Berry's 100 collection.
It's a Thursday morning. If you're just joining us, we have added the 10 greatest albums of the 1960s to my 100 collection. You can view those across our socials and have your say in the greatest albums of the 1970s, which we'll be looking into tomorrow morning. Little facts for you guys. Uh, the Rolling Stones' Let It Bleed was in our 10, and rightfully so. And obviously on the front of the album, there is a cake. And that cake was baked in the 1960s by English TV cook, author, Lesby Avenue, Delia Smith. Did you know that? Wow. Nice. <laughs> Before she nice. was famous. I did not. What? She knew the photographer. <laughs> she knew the photographer. She was just like a young like cook. And they, they said, wow. oh, you can bake Delia. So she baked the cake on the cover of Let It Bleed. Well, I never... The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is that time once again where we say thanks very much indeed, Sky Broadband Superfast. You're the best. You're super fast and you're super reliable. Plus, you've given us some cold, hard cash to pass on to one of our dear listeners. It's £1,000 to be exact, plus Sky Q free for an entire year, including Sky Cinema and Sky Sports. Now, there's chances to win online and register. It's absoluteradio.co.uk, which is exactly what Nina decided to do. Good morning, Nina. Good morning. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. A little bit nervous, but we'll see what we can do. Excellent. It's good having you on the show. Okay. Okay, well, don't be too nervous because a member of the team is standing by to help you. The big question is, who do you think is the most reliable out of Matt, Emma or Glenn? Um, I think I have Matt. Thank you. You're yeah, going to no. go with Matt Dyson. Matt, how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling very reliable today, Dave. So I can say, yeah, since we came on air at 6am, Matt, you have been very reliable. So this bodes mm, well you. for Nina winning the prize. Um, OK, you have a numerical-based riddle to solve, yeah. Nina. You've got one minute to do it. All will be revealed next. If you're just joining us, we have Nina on line one. Good morning once again, Nina. Good morning. Okay, so we're about to give you a chance to win £1,000 cash and SkyQ free for a year, including Sky Cinema and Sky Sports, thanks to the super reliable Sky Broadband Super Fast. If you won £1,000, Nina, what would you do with the money? Oh, probably a well-earned holiday when we're allowed to go, I think. When you're allowed to go, yes. spend it on a holiday, yes, well definitely. said. Okay, well, we have everything crossed for you. Nina, you have picked Matt Dyson as most reliable member of the team. Here is your mathematical music-based riddle. Take the number of seconds that the So Solid crew rapped about. Add Blink 182. Also add the year that the Beatles album, Let It Be, was released. Subtract the name of the band that released, Chocolate, Sex, and Girls. Divide this by the number of band members in the White Stripes. Subtract Jay's 99 problems, and you're left with the title of a Smashing Pumpkins song. So there we go. The number of seconds that So Solid Crew had, uh, plus Blink, whatever that is, the year the Beatles released Let It Be, the band Chocolate, Sex and Girls, divide this by the number of band members in the White Stripes, subtract Jay-Z's problems, however many there were, and you are left with the title of a Smashing Pumpkin songs. Your one minute starts now, <laughs> okay. Matt Dyson, Nina, it's over to you. Okay, get your calculator out there, Nina. I've got such and such seconds to go. Do you remember that one by the So Solid crew? 21. 
21. Yes, lovely. Uh, then obviously we had they gave us Blink 182, so 21 plus 182. Um, Let It Be did not come out in the 60s. It came in the very first year of the decade after the 60s. So add that. Um, 70? Yes, so add 1970, yeah. Subtract the name of the band that released Chocolate, Sex and Girls. Do you know the band? Matt Healy's Um, band? Are you aware of their work? No. Named after a year, slap bang in the middle of the 70s. Um, 75, 1975? Yes, great, lovely. Subtract 1975. How many people were in the white stripes? Two, two. Divide it by two, two you're there. Divide then take away two. take away 99 for Jay-Z's problems. And Divide you have... Uh, zero. Yes! The Smashing Pumpkins song! Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Well done, Nina. Well done. My goodness. Nina, congratulations. You have won yourself £1,000 of SkyQ free for a oh year, including Sky Cinema and Sky Sports. The answer was zero. Well done, Nina. Zero. Stay safe, oh, stay entertained. Well, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. God bless. Speak to you later on. Take care now. Yes, uh, that was all thanks to Sky Broadband Superfast. With their Wi-Fi guarantee, you can get reliable broadband in every room in your house or money back. There's another chance to win and play online at absoluteradio.co.uk. I say thanks to Sky Broadband Superfast. We should say thanks to Matt Dyson. Matt, that was an incredible performance (laughs) from you, sir. I was just trying to get it done in the time. It's very hard with a calculator involved. It was amazing. When we got to the end, I nearly stood up, kicked my chair over and started giving you a round of applause. <laughs> it was marvellous work for Nina there. Uh, we'll be having another go at that tomorrow morning here on the show. And that is it for your Thursday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in. And thank you to those of you who had your say on the 100 collection earlier on this morning. We named the 10 greatest albums from the 1960s. Tomorrow, we're focused on the 70s. Join in the conversation using hashtag 100 collection. And if you missed it, well, you can have a look at what was selected on our socials. Or, of course, you can download the daily podcast. Which will be named either <laughs> They Won't Mind, They Don't Celebrate Christmas, or, <laughs> or uh, Das Boot. Um, so they're the, two, uh, they're the two options for this morning. I think I'm going I'm to go for uh, Das Boot, a little nod towards the blockbuster video board game we're playing each weekday morning. Uh, so that's the podcast that you're looking for. Know this, myself and the team, of course, will be back tomorrow at 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.